Welcome to Sportin' Live. Introducing your host, Ed Draper. Hello, welcome along to the podcast, Sport and Life. How are you doing? Thank you for hitting on the button. Appreciate you being here. Ed Draper, sports broadcaster in the UK with you once again. Fantastic to, to have your company. And, and thank you as ever to big supporter of the podcast, sponsor Bang Olofsson of Cheltenham and Serene AV, who are specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high quality customer service and installations. Now, uh, it's Bang Olofsson, uh, name on the door in the beautiful store in Montpellier, in the courtyard here in Cheltenham in the west of England. But above and beyond, I always stress that Jason Briggs and his fine team can source you whatever equipment suits your vision, your budget. And uh, that's through the Serene AV arm of the company. So worth contacting them and seeing what they can do for you. And uh, Jason and his team will lovely to, love to consult with you, good people. So thank you to them. Thank you to Cytoplan as well, food-based supplement company based not far from here too in the west of England, beautiful village of Hanley Swan. Now, Cytoplan offers food-based supplements, produces food-based supplements that we've been taking as a family for probably more than 20 years now under the stewardship of my father, Dr. Mark Draper, who is a general practitioner doctor, doctor in the UK, but also uh, he's also um, a micronutritionist, has lectured in it and has studied it and acted as a consultant and in that guise to Cytoplan particularly fascinated around trace elements, things like selenium and zinc, which he thinks are deplete in UK soil and increasingly so due to industrial farming, notwithstanding debates over toxins and pollutants around organic and non-organic and so on and so forth. But he believes that supplementation is essential to get those micronutrients into your into your diet. So we take an immune complete, which is a holistic multivitamin, vitamin, you may you may uh, call it if you're listening in the States. And I know there's a few listeners in the States, so I appreciate you being here. He would... Um, he would say that that's important, but obviously there's bespoke specific supplementation at this time of year. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere where it's heading into winter and particularly in the UK, a little bit starved of sunshine, which produces that vitamin D3. You may be looking to that, which is so important to our immune systems and, and well-being, isn't it? And our, our resilience and lots of other things. We're going to do a podcast hopefully soon on vitamin D3 with the old man when he has the opportunity to, to study the latest literature and, and relay it to us. Um, so cytoplan.co.uk is the place to go for a discount associated with the podcast discount that we use we still pay for these supplements always stress that spend a decent amount of money per year on them but we believe it's valuable don't have an alternative family as a case study uh, but certainly believe in them and if you go to cytoplan.co.uk c-y-t-o-p-l-a-n.co.uk the discount code at checkout is draper10r my last name d-r-a-p-e-r all capital letters the numerals one zero and the capital letter R. So I wish you good health. I hope you are well. On that note, if you're interested in supplementation, this is uh, a fascinating podcast because there's a gentleman coming up, Ed Gates, who has unified two exercise supplements, caffeine, which typically we'd have in coffee, tea, energy drinks, and also creatine, which has been a big staple. I know of the sort of resistance training, high-intensity exercise, people that do weightlifting or sprinting is uh, associated with the adenosine triphosphate energy system. Anything short, sharp bursts of energy, creatine, putting that into the muscle through supplementation has been, I think, well documented has been a big boost to people in that type of exercise. Caffeine as well for mental acuity, energy, producing adrenaline, endorphins around feel-good factors around exercise and also benefiting endurance. So this chap, Ed Gates, has been a fan of creatine, a fan of caffeine, a fan of coffee, and he's united it in one product, which is creatine coffee, which I've been taking for a week or so and had good energy and good results in my sort of relatively modest workouts due to my shift work and things like that and obviously there are lots of variables that go into it this is an anecdotal sort of um, endorsement for myself in terms of enjoying the experience of, of taking this creatine coffee and enjoying the taste of it as well primarily which is big isn't it if you're if you've had some exercise supplements some protein or, or creatine supplements in the past but i'll let him discuss it further it is and as standby for ed's real powerful personal story as well about discovering his his father and, and and how that's affected his life and this creatine journey as well. So here he is, uh, the one and only Ed Gates. Ed, 
Ed Gates, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Very good, my friend. Very good indeed, Ed. Uh, first of all, can I just ask, are you an Edward, Edwin, Eduardo? Which is it? Uh, I'm usually, I'm, you know what? I don't know whether you found this, but I have a whole range of things to different people. I've been Ed, Eddie, Teddy. I was Teddy when I was a little boy, and then it became, yeah. then someone called me Teddy Bear at school, so I got upset about that. So some people, a lot of my family still call me Teddy, but it's been Ed. But then at one place I worked, Absolute Radio, I was, I was known as Eddie, like Sports Eddie. So I don't really... I don't really mind. How about you? Are, you? are you precious about it? Have you had a variety of... Not at all. Not at all. I think I could relate to that. I was definitely Eddie at school. Yeah, yeah. steady Eddie. Eddie, Ed the boy, little Ed, yeah. all that. And then it just became Ed from then on. From when we left school, it was it was always Ed. Yeah. Uh, so great. As I said to you on an email, Ed, two Eds are better than one. That Absolutely. is definitely a fact. And I, yeah, and I got called drapes a lot. Drapes and drapes. drapes. Yeah, and all that kind of thing. So yeah, you get whatever. I'm, my, my surname's Gatesy, and there was, I have two brothers, uh, two older brothers. So uh, I had to follow in their footsteps throughout school. <laughs> And so it was little Gatesy for a, a while as little well, Gatesy. you know. So I literally had to. I was yeah, tarred with the tarred with the same brushes that as the older brothers from from day one. Yeah, it's always been interesting, particularly in broadcasting. Some people have been quite um, conscious about what they want to be called and, and stuff like that. It's, I think some people, you know, particularly Dave's, David's don't want to be called Dave. I think Dave sometimes has a bit of a, you know, they see, they see it as less professional, but I'm not, I'm not too fast. I'm always Ed on air, so I'm, I'm happy with whatever, yeah. <laughs> you just drink, you're swigging there, you're drinking the creatine coffee. I am drinking my creatine coffee as we speak. It's my second cup. We've uh, we smashed a workout this morning. I've walked the dog twice. Wow, uh, and then it's a second cup. How's the dog? This will be me for the rest of the day. Has <laughs> the dog had some creatine coffee to keep it going? <laughs> the that? dog doesn't need it. I swear. And this is one of the reasons why the product was developed to try and keep up with this Alsatian. She's an absolute loon. She needs a, a constant <laughs> attention. Well, big, big dogs as well. Alsatians need need some exercise. We had a border collie as a kid, so I can empathise. Yeah. We, we had to do a lot of a lot of walking with the sort of sheep, the sheep dog. But it's so yeah. I apologise as well because it's an audio only podcast. You're wearing a splendid creatine t-shirt, right on brand with the the red and black colours, the red writing and the and the black t-shirt. Um, but ha, so we're recording this on the 19th. This podcast will come out on the 22nd. Whereabouts are we with the launch of creatine? Has it happened? Is it happening? What's the date? Yeah. It did, it did, it did. So we we really had a prolonged uh, pre-launch. Uh, I think almost almost too long. It was only four weeks, but it felt like a decade. It really mm. did. I was just so so anxious to get it out there, but you know, I had to pull back and you know build up a head of steam. But we we actually launched the website on Tuesday mm. with a fantastic response. I mean, we've been blown away. This week has literally, I have, my feet haven't touched the ground. Uh, it's been absolutely. Very humbling to say the least is, is one word that I would that I would use actually, you know. Um we, we, we were just de- delighted, absolutely delighted with with how it's how it's went and uh, the feedback we're getting from people. We're building a creatine army uh, of people who, you know, who absolutely love the product, swear yeah. by the product, uh, and and to see the benefits of it, you know. Um so Tuesday was the big day, Ed, and where are we now? We're on Thursday. And uh, no, Friday. Friday. <laughs> yeah, Friday. I'm telling you, the week has been crazy. Right. So, um, you know, the weekend to go and then back onto it next week. So, yeah, um, fabulous. Absolutely fabulous so far. I believe I, I did send you a tub, Ed. How did you get on with it? I've really enjoyed it, actually. I have to say that I've never actually supplemented with creatine before because when I was at school, it started coming out in the late 90s, early 1000s, and I studied sports science. And I always associated creatine I guess with the guys who are in, in rugby and, and, and proper like weightlifting resistance training but it's interesting the evolution of that that research around creatine and I was speaking on the previous podcast to a guy called Juggy Sidhu who's online as the Indian body coach but he was talking about oh, yes. research, yeah he was talking about research into creatine for cognition and everything and the benefits the multivarious benefits of of creatine so I just wondered if you could sort of outline because I think a lot of people use caffeine to supplement endurance exercise we know that footballers do and, and rugby players but where that marriage of, of creatine and caffeine came from you? So basically, it's, it's, it starts from me being a consumer, a, a massive consumer of pre-workouts, you know, back in the day when, uh, you know, it needed to be, you know, you had to have the, the on-trend, on-trend, you know, tub of some sort of powder or some sort of, you know, liquid or whatever it was. I, I was that guy. 
who who bought them all, Ed. You know, literally <laughs> had them all. I had a cupboard full of every imaginable substance that you can that you can dream of, and to try and uh, you know boost my pre workout and you know get the body of the guys on you know on on Instagram. <laughs> and was, I became very disillusioned by all of these things, you know. And to be honest, I did. Uh, I just found that they weren't working. Yeah. In, in all honesty, I felt like the only thing that was uh, that was. That was happening was my bank balance was going down uh, mm. and everything nothing else was really so you, you were it. taking creatine separately were you in powder form and then Absol- i was taking creatine separately uh, yeah absolutely and then also you know with with the with with the all the other pre-workouts the, the, a lot of them have creatine in them as well creatine and caffeine are, are present in a lot of a lot of pre-workouts but there's also a lot of other chemicals which i i, I find really are, are pretty unnecessary you mm. know um better alanine you know it's, it seems to be you know really really common in in a lot of pre-workouts and that's that's the culprit for a lot of nasty side effects you know that that prickly heat the itchy face you know and, and then the amount of sugars that i found that people were putting into these pre-workouts which then for causes the crash you know you yeah the huge crash and the come down as well which which isn't nice what so, was the sugar around te- which is which is sugar for um performance or was the sugar in there to sort of mark the taste do you think is that why they put them in the pre-workouts i think it's a little bit of both i think it's a little bit of both you know um again coming from a consumer and not a scientist uh, I, I i can't give you the you know the absolute definite definitive answer but you know for me i felt as though there was you know you look at the back of an ingredients packet on these these substances and it's you know the list as long as your arm of, of, of all sorts of chemicals with names that you really do need a degree in science to even understand <laughs> you know yeah. uh, and I mean if you look and then I mean moving forward ever so slightly you look at the science behind creatine it, it actually is you know it's it's one of the most heavily researched uh, supplements mm. in pre-workout in, in the industry and it you know it's proven to work mm. it is actually proven to do exactly what it says on the tin and as as is caffeine um so I mean coffee's huge Coffee is a huge thing, you know, everyone likes a nice, good, strong cup of coffee. So basically, I mean, it started, it, the, the, why did it happen? Well, coffee was a huge part of my life, but then, mm. and then a coffee machine came, a coffee machine came into my life uh, from my father and we started to buy uh, nice, strong coffees. And then I was using them as a, as a pre-workout. Yeah. But it seemed as though that you know it needed it, it. It didn't taste great with with as it was, and I wanted some. Um, hold on. Yeah, he's drinking it. <laughs> we'll have a nice drink of coffee now. You're bouncing, you're bouncing off the roof in a minute. I've taken. I've drunk one of the creatine coffees this morning as well because I'm going to go for. A How run. are you feeling? Are you feeling good? I feel good, mate. And I tell you what, the big thing is you're talking about this, and I don't want to interrupt too much, but the process of of it tasting good is big for us. And actually, I, my wife drank some. She's like, "Well, wow, that tastes that tastes like a nice coffee." And actually, like you we're big coffee drinkers. And I think if you could fuse the two, like I'd always drink coffee in the morning so I can just have this instead of that if I'm going to do some weights or, or go for a run. And actually it's it's a win-win rather than there's almost a sort of um, uh, an attritional aspect to some of the supplementation, isn't there? Where you, like you say, it doesn't taste great and you have to sort of force it down. Whereas actually, if you're not a professional athlete, you know, what, why are you doing that? You want to live your life and, and, and make it as pleasant as possible. Yeah, I know. I agree. I, I totally agree. And and yeah, just picking up where I left off, I think what what I was doing was I was I thought I had I was had had it nailed. You know, I was buying this really strong coffee, and then I was just dumping my creatine in the coffee, and I thought, well, that that's me done. It feels great. It, it tastes okay. And I was doing that for months, Ed. You know, and it, and it felt like it was a nice idea. And I thought, you know, I maybe just try try this on a friend of mine and. Uh, Holly came around and I said, just try this, try this cup of coffee, you know, I'll, I'll put my creatine in it. And she, she, she nearly spat it out. She was like, well, yeah, you know, mm, that's okay, but no, it, uh, it tastes a bit wrong. Mm. So I knew that there was the, the concept was it was a good one. And for me, it worked, but my unrefined tastes, you know, were, were, were masking the fact that it wasn't a great taste in coffee. So I thought, well, maybe there is something here. And so I, I thought, well, I, I need to speak to someone who, you know, who works with coffee and has a, has a great, you know, a, a great, great taste for the coffee. And I found a, a lovely guy called uh, Adam, who has a coffee roasting uh, company not far from us. Mm. Um, and well, we got together with him yeah. and we started playing around with different blends, different coffees. In the coffee world, you have two beans. You've got the Arabica bean and you've got the Robusta bean. Mm. The Arabica bean is where the, the, the nice flavor comes from. That's the, you know, the typical, beautiful, nice cup of coffee that you, that you typically get. 
the Robusta bean is typically strong in caffeine, uh, but generally used as um, an instant coffee, uh, so that your instant coffees are generally Robusta beans, but naturally high. So we needed to sort of marriage the two of these beans together and develop a blend which tasted good. And then when you added the creatine, it also you know complemented that added creatine. So we first of all, we went straight for a, a Robusta bean, high caffeine, and just thought, well, let's start at the top and then work down and then slowly introduce the, the Arabica bean and, and get a blend. Yeah. The, the 100% Robusta, I mean, it felt as though your brain was bouncing inside of your head. It was so strong. It was, I mean, unpalatable, but I mean, you were, you were up. You were Run, on it. Walls. Yeah. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, and, and the best thing about Adam as well, he has a, it's an artisan roastery as well. So he only uses speciality beans. Okay. So we were, we're starting from the top, you know, we, we didn't compensate for anything other than quality. But yet the Robusta, 100% Robusta with the creatine was, um, uh, yeah, a brain ache to so, say the uh, least. It's probably, I, showed, I showed this to my dad, who's um, been on the podcast. He's a GP and he's a micronutritionist as well, a doctor. And he was his sort of initial thing was, wow, there's a lot of caffeine. And he wondered whether there could be more creatine. I don't know what, what was the balance like. 416 milligrams caffeine. I've got the pot here in front of me and the uh, three grams creatine. Was that scientifically sort of deduced that that percentage, that amount? So no, initially, well, I think it's, it's, it's given that we know that the maintenance dosage for, for creatine uh, is between three and five grams per day. This is what, you know, it's generally accepted that people need to take. Depending and on weight. I wanted, yeah. hmm? Depending on your weight as a, a person. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. Yeah, depending on your weight and your body mass. So initially, I, I did want to start at the top. I did, I did feel as well I wanted to have a, a five gram hit of creatine per, per measure. But again, um, it was the, it was the, the taste that the creatine gave to the coffee was 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 wasn't nice. It was unpalatable. So we slowly worked down and down and down and down. And initially, we thought, well, okay, you know, anything less than three grams of creatine, you know, it's not really going to be very attractive mm. to people. You know, they want they want to know that they're getting you know a good amount. Uh, so we, we stuck with the three grams per per thirty five gram measure of, of coffee. But I think, as you mentioned as well, with the, the, the high caffeine. The best part about this, this product is that we had it scientifically tested at ALS laboratories and it, it's proven to be producing 13 milligrams of caffeine per gram of coffee. Okay. So while we have a suggested measure of 35 grams per, per serving, mm. anyone can have more or less depending on how they feel, depending on how much energy they want in any given moment. You could just have a couple of scoops. You could have one scoop. If you're feeling yeah. brave, you could go four or five. Um, <laughs> my, my advice would be on, on, on that and I've, I've posted about struggling with sleep sometimes because we do shift work at sky so sometimes i'm getting up at four in the morning sometimes i'm going to bed at two or three and actually <laughs> have to be a little bit tactical around when i have the caffeine because sometimes it will get you through and other times you need to get off it in the afternoon because you have to go to bed early and i think for me it's, it's great in the morning because it, it, i think i'm quite responsive to caffeine and it's quite addictive and you, and you fly with it but you just have to be get the get the timing right don't you with the, with the caffeine and that's, that's an interesting debate in wider sport i know there's a piece in the athletic recently about about yeah. footballers and how they take a lot of caffeine supplementation for night games particularly european games and then they struggle if they're flying home because they're not sleeping and their caffeine can, can be a complication so it's i suppose ed it's it's working out the short term versus the long term isn't it because we need to sleep as well to recover and to perform 100 percent sleep is so vital to any sort of training you know yeah all the healing happens when you're in bed so you need to be very conscious of that and and i do mention that to whoever if, if anyone asks me, asks me about the product that for me personally, I, I like to take it no later than, than lunchtime, you know, after lunchtime for me. But everyone's body's different. Everyone can handle it differently. I have a lot of people who, who have, a, have a glass of creatine, a cup of creatine in, in the early evening, and they, they go to sleep no problem. I think what we need to understand is that caffeine has a, has a half-life of between you know, three and five hours generally. So, you know, you need to be conscious of that, you know, yeah. when, when, you, when you're putting it inside of yourself. For me, I've had two cups and, and I'll, be, I'll be happy for the rest of the day. That how do you find ca caffeine as well? Because well, I've always said to people, anecdotally, it's interesting when you go on holiday, you have a big meal in the evening and typically abroad, there's a culture in Europe, particularly of, of having coffee and I'll have a coffee and I'll still be able to sleep. Right. But I see coffee as almost a, a potential. I don't know if you find this when I'm at work and I have a coffee and I've, my brain is activated, it produces adrenaline. I think the science says that caffeine can help the adrenaline release the fight or flight hormone, yeah. but it's not necessarily unless it's triggered, isn't it? It's interesting to be the context of your lifestyle and, and what you're exposing yourself to, because it always finds, strikes me on holiday, I can have a, a double espresso after a big pizza or something and feel okay and go to sleep. 
I totally agree with that. And I think that what they, they, they have a different way of life over on the continent. And it is, it's, it's given, you know, as you say, you know, a, a double espresso or, you know, some sort of, you know, caffeinated drink at the end of a meal is, is part of part of life. Mm. I have to say, I tend to tend to avoid them. Mm. I, I still, I, my caffeine still, still has the same reaction when I'm on holiday as it does when I'm in England. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but I, I do, I do agree, but I think, I think we can also build tolerances to these things as well over time, mm. you know, and I think maybe that might be what's happening on the continent. Who knows? But yeah. um, for me, definitely, whether I'm in Spain or in England, um, yeah, I tend to not be drinking coffee at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. I'm, yeah. I am. A, I love my sleep. Definitely love my sleep. I'm usually, <laughs> I'm usually dead to the world by 10 p.m., yeah. you know, and then, you know yeah. back, back up at five. Oh, that's good. Good. Good seven hours. Solid. That's, uh, that's what they say, isn't it? Yeah. Good, good advice to you getting into that routine. I'm quite quite envious of that. But it, it, it's interesting looking at the science of it because I did study sports science at university and I want to try and refresh this and build up this conversation. And creatine good. typically has been uh, studied in endurance, hasn't it? It, it, it? Over performance over a continued space of time, but also mental alertness, acuity. And, and creatine I associate with, I think it's the adenosine triphosphate system, which is those explosive muscle building energy. So you're doing like your six to eight reps on the, on the bench press or whatever it might be. How do yeah. you... How have you, what's your experience been? I appreciate you're not a scientist per se, but how do you see it benefiting you in terms of exercise, creatine and caffeine? Well, for me personally, uh, it, it definitely helps me because, you know, it, it, it has that added energy boost. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's an amino acid, which we all, which was find it, it's naturally found in the bodies. And I think by supplementing it, I think what one thing that I've that I've learned that is you know the pancreas it, it, it only can develop one milligram of, of, of creatine per day. So whilst the body is actually naturally producing creatine on a daily basis, and, and generally in, you're getting it from red meats, you know. And me personally, I'm a I'm a I wouldn't say a vegetarian. I'm a pescatarian, I guess. Okay, is, yeah, is yeah. I like a bit of fish, but I don't eat red meat at all. Okay. So my my creatine uh, natural uh, natural naturally occurring creatine for me would be would be fairly low compared to the carnivorous diet mm. so by supplementing it for me personally i definitely feel as though it helps my every every part of me my my my, my memory my my energy through a workout um all across the board across the board i feel that i feel it's a, it's a it's a good it's a good thing it's, it's funny you say that about the mental side of it because joggy as i say was on the podcast last week and he said about advising people to take creative for cognition and thinking mm. i hadn't thought about that and actually i've been um talking of sports science revisiting i've been doing a fitness course just to keep my brain kind of ticking over and actually a lot of it was anatomy and physiology and trying to remember that and i actually suddenly had your coffee and i started to think and i know there's a placebo effect that people talk about psychosomatic but i was actually starting to remember parts of the hip bone that i found deeply boring trying to study it but actually yeah i, I was suddenly remembering it the next day and i wonder whether that was an effect and and, and caffeine and creatine in that psychological process the, the the brain they probably combine well don't they because caffeine's been so. long associated with with those those mental pathways and a feeling of endorphins and and, and mental sort of highs mm -hmm. yeah it does it does i mean it it, it improves cognitive capacity 100 you know and it's there's so many scientists scientific science um science there so many um, studies sorry beg your pardon which which have proven it they're absolutely proven it you know which uh, you know creatine does what it's what people say think it does yeah and, it, and it, it's definitely worth worth supplementing it one thing i was going to say is that i've got the big pot here and i know um at the moment did you think about like different types of packaging like aluminium foil i know it's plastic and there's an environmental thing but also i don't know if you've read about these phthalates that as a bloke you start to worry about that maybe that plastic can affect your libido and things like that i don't know if you've Talk about different types of packaging. I know, obviously, you have to you yes. have to send it through the post. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we 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 have we've given a lot of thought to it, and the, I mean, they're fully recyclable um, um, containers, yeah. and you can definitely re even repurpose them. Um, but at the moment, we're, we're going to stick with what 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 we have. Um, how what how would you like to see it packaged? Well, sometimes they come in the foil packaging, don't they? I know it's difficult. Yeah, you can't, you can't send glass through the post because that could get ugly. But yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. A, that, that's an option also. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so what's the, the next thing with creatine? Then, how does it all work? Launching a, a business. So the next thing is we just want to really, we're really push it. And I think, I think the, the best part about it was Ed. It, this this was like an accident. It, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't a business plan that I, that I'd set out to 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 try you know capitalize on anything. It was it was a very organic thing, uh, and and I'm just going to let it continue to be an organic thing and and, and let it grow. Um, 
we'll have different ideas for flavors to come on. We'll, we'll, we'll hopefully want to try and develop uh, an instant version to really mm -hmm. take away the, 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 the necessity for it to brew. Um, the different flavors would be interesting. The brew bags are an interesting concept. So it's almost like a tea bag oh, with yeah. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen them before? I have. Yeah. I've, I've tried those. I think they're quite good, but you have to leave them a good while, don't you? It's not like a tea yeah, bag. Yeah. You have to leave like, them and you've, yeah. got to, you've, got to, you've got to stir them up a little bit. Yeah. And um, so, you know, slowly but surely, we, we, we just want to build our following. And um, just the whole idea was to, to have a product which was, you know, very transparent mm. uh, and very humble. And, and, it, and it, you know, it, it, it was like you know, does exactly what it says on the tin without any 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 sort of grey areas. You know, it's 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 a coffee and it's got high caffeine in it and it's been enriched with creatine and it's nothing else in there's nothing else involved in it. It does exactly what you want it to. And I just wonder whether you say with the exercise benefits, you'll get keen trainers, people who are doing a weight routine at the gym, people who are going for a run, whatever it may be. But actually, you're going to get people in the everyday public, aren't you? Because it tastes good. I mean, that seems to be the the key facet here you how much have you learned about making coffee and making it taste good an immense amount an absolute immense amount i mean this the, the inception of this business came by came out at about the idea was sort of christmas last year was when the, when the coffee machine arrived and so it's been you know where are we now it's almost a year almost a year of playing around with 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 coffee to, to get to the point where you know I'm actually you know got us something which we can we can put out to people with a little bit of confidence you know well a lot of confidence in fact as you say it tastes good initially the whole the the, the process was 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 up and down it was very up and down there was there was a very a lot of moments where the, the, I thought this this is not going to taste right I just <laughs> I can't get I can't get the balance of the if this right because it was all very well me just you know as I said at the beginning just plopping a little bit of creatine into my own coffee and just in, in drinking it. But, you know, my taste buds were, were very different to other people's, you know? Mm. So it was, it was, a, it was a learning curve and it, it was actually the best part about it was that I had some really good people around me who, who, uh, who knew exactly what they were up to as, as far as the coffee was concerned. And, and I really couldn't have done it without them, you know, um, especially Adam over at the Northside Coffees. We got to a point where, he was, you know, we, we, had the, we had a blend which which we thought worked and, and I was questioning myself, and which I always do. And Adam just sat me down and, and he said, listen, Ed, this tastes good. This, yeah. this, 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 this tastes good. Stop here. You've, you've, you've cracked it. Just, just now get to the point of marketing this thing now. And, you know, you, 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 you've got something that tastes good. And for him to say that, I mean, his, his taste buds were as good as it, of a thousand, yeah. a thousand people, you know, this is his, his life and his business. So, so yeah, once we had, once I realized that it was something that tastes good. And then what we did was we, we just, we gave it away. We gave samples to us, whoever, whoever would be interested in having a sample. We, we handed them out and the, the overall response was, was tremendous. Absolutely yeah. tremendous. I remember the anxiety was huge, huge really? once I'd sent the first batch of samples out. I mean, I was sitting there thinking, oh, goodness gracious, like, this is not going to go down very well. But slowly but surely, everyone came back and said, this is good. This tastes yeah. good. Thank you I very much. You'll get people benefiting from creating that otherwise wouldn't seek out supplements, wouldn't you? And I think the, the ease of it when you're getting up in the morning, taking your kids to school, whatever it might be, logistically for life, I think it's... Uh, it's a great, yeah. a great fusion. And I, I believe, you know, in this day and age, coffee is, is such, I mean, I don't know, we're similar age. I think you're a couple of years older than me, but actually coffee has become such a huge, a huge industry in this, this country. People love it. Yeah, it really has done. It, it's, it's grown exponentially. And I think lockdowns helped that. A lot of people staying at home um, and, and a lot of coffee, coffee, coffee is, it, it really, it, it won't go away. It's fabulous. And what we're trying to do is it's, it's a, it's a new concept in 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 the whole supplement workout market you know and i think um it's we'll see where it goes i mean i need to listen to my customers we need to listen to what the feedback uh, is from everybody and yeah. you know we'll, we'll we'll bring people along on the journey with us you know we're very very customer focused and i really i really would like to you know invite any feedback from anybody who you know who, who has tried the product to let me know you know how they would change things or how they how they get on with it or we, we are we are very open open-minded it sounds like you're very self-analytical about the process how important has it been for those people around you and i suppose the idea of sending it to independent people who you're not friends with is important because you get that that radical candor don't you of people coming back to absolutely. you absolutely 
it's it, well, absolutely. It's all very well giving it to your friends and family who are ninety nine percent of them are just going to you know tell you what you want to hear, and then mm. that, that that's generally what happens. But once you start once you start bringing in you know totally uh, total random people, uh, they're going to come back with honest opinions, you know, because you know it means nothing to them. And once them once that they, them, the, the people come back with with positivity, you know, it's a very humbling experience to know that you know from from something that just had a the start of its life in in someone's kitchen is now you know making differences to other people's lives and being used on a daily basis and in, in, in a positive way it is it is a fantastic feeling uh, yeah. and one i would thoroughly recommend and the fact that you use it how powerful is that i know you had a previous you've had a lot of experience in business before but having a business which is associated with a passion how, how powerful is that for you uh, huge it, it, it's what gets me up in the morning it really is uh, you know first and foremost it's about empowering other people and making and making other people's lives slightly better as a bit of one step at a time and i think with lockdown you know people people are tired of having you know rubbish thrown at them you know there's been a lot of a lot of misinformation out there over the last couple of years and people are you know yeah you know, speaking for myself personally that you know they just want to get on and have and have a, have a productive life and now i think for me, it was it was just nice to be able to contribute ever so slightly to to to, to bring in benefits to to people's to people's everyday life. You know, what what's the that, that read for you? Because clearly, you're someone that's been committed to training in your in your life and performing exercise. What do you feel about the society at the moment? Because we've got, we've gone through a period where obviously the pandemic has has kind of made people aware about how close a lot of people are to the edge in a sense of ill health with yeah. the obesity crisis, type two diabetes. Do you feel? We're at a landmark moment where perhaps we can we can have a healthier country, a healthier, I suppose, Western world. I definitely think we're at that moment, Ed. Um, whether whether it continues to go that way is, is is yet to be seen. But I think what one good thing that's come out of the COVID nineteen crisis is people are definitely more conscious of their health and definitely more conscious of exercise and how it you know can it not only can help combat the the virus but also it just generally it, it, it's it's a positive thing to people for people to to get involved in um i mean i don't know about you but i was just talking to my friend earlier on but I, joe wicks was part of my daily yeah. routine throughout <laughs> lockdown you know, literally right. i was one of the one of the millions who you know, if it wasn't for the for his hit workout, God only knows where my mental health would have gone. It was a daily routine, and that's that's exercise. You know, in the just in your lounge, bouncing around like a lunatic, and then feeling fabulous. You know, afterwards. Yeah. So I think you know, exercise. If 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 one good thing can come out of this 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 terrible situation that we're all in, and if it's more people working out and looking after themselves mentally and physically, uh, it, it can only be a good thing. Absolutely. He's a powerful message of just moving and I work and I had obviously on the podcast elite sports people, elite strength and conditioning coaches who work with sports people. But I think the general public, if we can, you know, release the pressure that's always there in and out, in or out of a pandemic at the moment with the national health system. I think if we can do that through people adopting healthier lifestyles through people like Joe Wicks, I think that's a powerful message, albeit, you know, it's great having the extreme elite level coaches, but the elite guys typically are very motivated, very exercise conscious anyway they don't necessarily need yeah. that, 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 that it true so, so true I, I mean I can't agree with you any more than the, than, than that you know I mean just just to sort of elaborate slightly on, on the Joe Wicks thing I mean it, it even got to the point where my girlfriend was like come on you're spending more time with Joe than you are with, with me it's, it, it'd, be, it'd be it almost feels like I know the guy intimately you know yeah. without actually you know you know and I think millions of people can relate to that and yeah and I think you know more of this is paramount you know and, and if drinking a little bit of cup of coffee with strong coffee with some protein and can can help people get motivated you know uh, so be it Ed, so be it what was just give us a little bit of insight into your background because you said to me you were in the in the jewelry business i had a good friend in the jewelry business what was what was that like what did you learn that you can take into to this new venture right well yeah so my, my mom uh she's she's in the in antiques and jewelry trade always mm. ever since i was born i was born into that trade uh, and then I took the plunge to to get involved in in what would be really a family business, maybe about fifteen years ago. Um, and yeah, it, it, I mean, I think I'm good with people. You know, I, I like to be around people. I like to talk to people. And um, and sales has always been something that I've been interested in. So with with that side of things, it was it was an interesting interesting and very knowledgeable um, adventure. And I learned a lot about history. I've always been interested in history, and you know. And antiques and you know uh, uh, you know 
Antiques Roadshow and things like that was always, <laughs> always be on the TV. Yeah. Um, but again, so I mean, I think what happened was, I think about, about four or five years ago, I had quite, quite a sort of a, a life-changing, humbling experience, which was kind of sent me on a, on a, different, on a different journey. So I think everyone likes a story. Let me tell you a little yeah. story. Yeah, it was, it's, an, it's an interesting one. So, I mean, when I was a younger man, there was, uh, I always knew that my father was an absolute, he wasn't around. So I think my mum my and dad split up when I was around about one, one or two. So as I was growing up, I really wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to meet my father. So when I got to a, a certain age, I think I was about 17 or 18, I wanted to try and, um, you know, make contact with this man. And, and I knew he lived in Australia. So, yep. so I made inquiries, I spoke to my mom, spoke to my sister, and I was given an address. So I, I wrote a letter over to this man. But I knew in the back of my mind that there was quite, there was a reason why they split up. He was, you know, there was issues there, yep. but I had to put that to one side. Um, because you know, I, I had no, I was a young man at the time, a young baby at the time, you know. So we went to Australia and uh, I met him and we spent about you know three, three or four months together. Oh, and, wow. uh, and yeah, it, it was an interesting experience, a really interesting experience. And then we spent the rest of the time traveling Australia with my then girlfriend. Um, and then we came home, and then that was that. I, I kind of ticked the box, we didn't really get on massively you know it was really? there was no there, there, there was there wasn't a lot of chemistry there um did he explain so, why he'd been an absentee father well it, what had happened was that it was an interest it's interesting it, there was there was substance abuse going on there when when before i was born and there was a little bit of other things other things which you know which i shouldn't really go into too much detail about oh. but yeah so anyway it gets it gets better. I mean, this this is just the tip of the iceberg. So I'd I'd tick that box of meeting my father, and then years later, uh, we were at a um, we were at a party, a family party, and um, a cousin of mine who also lived in Australia, who knew who Les, who who who, who my, my father, and we were just talking, and it just it just came out of nowhere saying, oh, you, by the way, you need to know Les isn't your dad. Wow. Yeah, I said what. Couldn't believe it, you know. So I just let it go over my head, Ed. You know, I just thought, well, there's a bit of drink going on here, you know. That's just, yeah. you know, we'll just leave that alone. Uh, and then flash forward, maybe it's another two years, two or three years, and I was out with my sister. Um, my older sister lives in Edinburgh, and uh, we got talking about Les' uh, dad. And again, she she mentioned it. She said, you know, I need to tell you that, you know, he, he actually isn't your dad. Whoa! So I couldn't I couldn't let that go, Ed. This time, you know, I couldn't I let that one go. Yeah, I thought, well, there's something here, you know, this is twice this has been mentioned. So, you know, after a lot of persuasion, I managed to get some answers from, uh, from my sister and then, then from my mum. And the truth is, this guy wasn't my dad. Whoa. He wasn't my dad. Yeah, never was. Um, so I was back to square one. I don't How did that feel with your, your relationship with your mum? That's difficult as well, isn't it? Suddenly that huge, absolutely huge, 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 huge. It, it, it's, it put huge pressure on our relationship, still does to this day. So I needed to find out who the hell my father was, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, and I knew people knew, but they just weren't telling me for whatever reason. So uh, again, gentle persuasion, and I just treat everyone with kid gloves. I found out that my father was an Iranian man who, uh, who lived in, um, my mum had a lodgers back in the day when I was very young, had a very big house and she supplemented her income with, with lodgers. Okay. Um, entrepreneur, my mum, you know, she, she really is. <laughs> And um, yeah, so um, my, my, my father, second father, uh, the, the, the biological father was an Iranian man uh, and he lived in LA. And yeah. that was all that were gonna tell me. That was literally all I was gonna get told. And then I managed to find out who this guy was, that people mm. knew his name. And um, you, I just put, you put his name into Google mm. and bang, there's this man. He looks exactly like me. Really? Uh, yeah, it was quite really remarkable. So we started the process again, sent this guy a letter mm. uh, and said, you know, hey, I think, you know, we, we might be related. <laughs> and um, he sent a letter back. And Ed, this was about four or five years ago. And um, oh, I've wow. been over to LA about four or five times since then. 
a fabulous uh, relationship has, has blossomed. Um, a bonus, uh, a, a brand new sister, believe it or not, who who's only two years younger than me, who wow. lived almost in tandem with me in Newcastle. For whatever reason, we were we, we didn't bump into each other, but we were into the similar things and had similar interests. And so, her and I are like you know thick as thieves. And then oh, my good. dad has um, uh, other 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 kid children in America as well, another son my brother and another daughter. So there's three siblings which have come into my life and a father. Uh, so yeah, I think without without going through that journey, which is still ongoing, um, this 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 project would never have started. It would never have yeah. it would definitely it given you one more, more belief, feeling of being complete, more more courage. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean there was always question marks. When I was I remember when I was backpacking, this was interesting my backpacking around Australia. You know, people ask where you're from or what you've been doing or, you know, and then, you know, where do you come from? A couple of times people would keep, people would ask me, yes, so where are you from? And uh, I would say, oh, England. And mm. then uh, they'd say, no, no, where, where, where are you actually from? Oh, really? So, so England, you know, yeah. no, no, Newcastle, just, you know, little yeah, town yeah. in the northeast of England. But no, no, where are you actually from? And I'd think, like, what? What does that mean? I'm they from could, England. They could see something in your face that it was. Not they could, yeah, they could see that yeah. there, there was something. There was something in my face that didn't quite look European. But mm. for me, I mean, I, I had no idea. I had no yeah. idea of that. And even going back to school, you know, people would say, "Well, you know, you, you're not English, Ed. You've got, you know, olive skin, and you know, you, you're not that." You know. <laughs> so I had yeah. all of that throughout my whole life, and. And then, lo and behold, it, the, the answers have come now. So now I know exactly where, where, we, where we're from. You've got a lot of empathy, I suppose, because a lot of societal issues, they say, stem from, from absentee fatherhood, don't they, as well? Yeah. Something you kind of, I think with, with career theme, as that becomes more public, I guess that could be a narrative that, I know it seems tangential to the, the, the caffeine kind of creatine debate, but actually that's a, a powerful message for, for a lot of young men out there who are struggling for direction, I think, without a dad. I think so. I think so. And I, and I think... What, it, it was the most humbling experience that I've ever had in my life. And, and I think it, it, it really grounded me and it really set me, set me on a different course completely. And I think it's important that people just, you know, don't have rear view mirrors and they need to look forward and take nothing for granted. Yeah. And always, you know, and, and see life through with, with positive positivity. Um, and don't forget, it was, it, was, it was my dad, Reza, who bought me the coffee machine. Mm. He, he sent me the coffee machine really? over from yeah exactly he, he sent me the coffee machine over uh, back in christmas 2020 it's big in so. the middle east coffee isn't it strong coffee as well massive massive coffee i mean mainly iranian tea tea is mm. what was generally what 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 is the tipple but coffee also yeah and um, so it it all it all fits together in in this this wonderful sort of mirage of, of crazy crazy things that have happened what, what does he do ed what's his line of can you see sort of resonance there and who he was what he's done in terms of your life yeah, well again again he's he's in sales um he's a bit of an entrepreneur he, he he's a uh, what they call a realtor so uh, you know houses yeah that's right uh, he's also a life coach so he, he does a lot of good in the world to helping people um He's a, he's a very active man, very active, um, entrepreneurial again, um, mm. and, and a million things going on. Absolutely, you know, did, he's a nonstop. Did he, he apologise to you for, for not getting in touch or did he not know or what was the story? He had no idea that I existed. He had absolutely no idea that I, that I absolutely uh, was, wow. was around at all. No, none, none at all. Um, uh, so the fact that they, they welcomed me into, the, into their family with, with open arms was, was huge, but... There was there was no was no mistake in it either, you know. It was yeah. it was a crazy crazy experience. Looking back to the to Les, the guy who I did think who my, my father was, there was differences there, you know. That I, I didn't really look like him very much, and you know, yeah. there, we, we had different sort of personalities. And it, like I said to you earlier on, we didn't really get on. We did yeah. we clashed slightly. We had this sort of difference in personalities, which is which happens, you know. Mm. But yet when uh, when I met Dad. Um, that was it was it was all all fine all brilliant it was just slotted in as if as if i'd been around forever you know mm. no it's, it's fascinating because there's actually a friend of mine um one of my daughter's friends father's at school he's half danish but half bahraini but i think he's estranged from his his father's side i think he's in contact with his uncle in bahrain but not his not his father but i think it's interesting that particularly we have completely different cultures like that with with england and iranian and or bahraini it's um it's difficult to round things off. And I think as much as this wonderful mothers, millions of them around the world doing great jobs in difficult circumstances, 
there is something about having a father, isn't there? My father is a human being like everyone else. He's not, you know, perfect. And he, he, he mm. certainly wasn't the sort of, you know, he's a, he's a very loving guy, but he didn't do any sort of the, the sort of traditional caring role. He'd always come to sport, take us around. But he actually yeah. was incredibly industrious, would always, you know, he'd drive up to my university if we had a problem with the team bus. He was just always hardworking and he'd work late nights, whatever. And I think it's powerful to have that blueprint because as much as your mother might be all those things, you don't necessarily see it, do you? And I think it's it causes so many issues that resonating, whether it's youth crime, whether it's um, suicide later on for a lot of men. You know, I've had a friend who's committed suicide recently, not that he's lost his father or anything, but it's there's yeah. a lot of issues going along with, with masculinity that, that, that sometimes can stem from a lack of role models. Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree. And I think I, I didn't have that at all. The, the guy... The, 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 the men in my life uh, growing up, but the father figures in my life were, were, never, were never actually the, the father figure that, that, that people come to expect. I'm speaking from a father and, and I know what it's like to, yeah. to be a father. I have two children and everything that I give, give them is the kind of what I, I didn't have. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's paramount to, to, be, to be a role model, to, 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 to listen to your children and to, to be there for them and just be that and be that rock and be that solid sort of that figure there that is absolutely you know unconditional love from from day one you know um and it's 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 something that that i'm i just want i'm giving my children what i what i didn't get you know and, and i think that I'm, I'm i'm reliving my my miss my, my what i didn't get through doing that if you if you understand yeah have some tra- some solid train tracks to kind of go down yeah. rather than that sort of lack of that searching that, that you felt as well i think it's a big thing as a dad as well because a lot of us when we're dads we get this massive drop of fear <laughs> certainly i did i talk about sleep i was sleepless when i found out i was going to be a dad and it was fantastic news as well the best yeah. news of my life but it was like jeez i'm responsible for someone else now you know i've got to put bread That's on the crazy. table so for you launching a business i admire you for, for that as well you know how how much courage has that taken to, to go out on a limb and, and start career thing? It, it, do you know what, Ed? Like I said, it, it, it didn't take a lot of courage. Um, I've, I've always been involved in some sort of business in one way or the other, you know? Mm. Um, so I wouldn't say it was courage. It was, it was, I'm not, I don't, I'm not relying on creatine to be, you know, the giver of everything that, that and, and, you know, and, and change sure. my life completely, you know, that, 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 that's, that was not, not the, not the inspiration at all. But, it's definitely been um, a process which has been, I think, for me, enjoyable. Probably not so enjoyable for for my kids and for other people around me because I mean, coffee has been the 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 buzzword. Creating. How old are they? You're not making them drink coffee, are you? How old are they? What, are no, they what? absolutely so, not. No, yeah. no, absolutely not. But I mean, in the early days when we were developing the coffee, I mean, I was probably drinking far too much, and my <laughs> oldest son would be like, "Dad, you need to just chill out on the coffee." Yeah. You're, you're, you're bouncing off the walls, and you'd look at me. Go, how many cups of creatine did you have today, Dad? Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lifting, the, lifting the fridge off its uh, off its hinges. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. crazy, crazy. So my my, my oldest is fifteen, and my, my youngest is going to be nine uh, oh, in fantastic. December. So you know, um, no, they're not drinking drinking coffee, not at all. But they've definitely been uh, subjected to what would be a bar a barrage of. Uh, <laughs> coffee and creatine uh, orientated nonsense around the family yeah. household i've just turned 40 and i'll say you're a couple of years older than me checking out you, you online but we've seen a yeah. tremendous change in our life and i just wondered how that's changed the entrepreneurial world and your ambitions because in the media it's it, the landscape's changed exponentially there's still the established media that like i work for sky sports which was mm. very much a new media when i was young but then there's bbc mm-hmm. and they're still there but there's obviously this myriad of podcasts like i'm doing today which is a fantastic facility to have uh, youtube yeah. channels etc and, and with entrepreneurship i would think typically people would say to you you're going to get into tesco waitrose sainsbury's you know little whatever the supermarkets are or, or is it now you don't have to do that because of the online internet world that you can you can market this solely through through the digital realm. How do you see the ambition of, of career theme? You can do. I think I think the power of social media can never be underestimated, um, and it, it's a necessary evil. I think um, it's something which I'm having to really really learn on on the hoof. In all honesty, as yet yeah, I am I, I am a little bit older than you, but I think it's a similar generation. Yeah. So we absolutely. can we, we when we were kids, it didn't exist. You know, we didn't social media, mobile phones did not exist. My, I, I do rely on my fifteen year old son a lot for <laughs> getting getting me clued up on on how to work. Are you on like TikTok? TikTok? 
Are you TikTok? I am on, are you? I am on, I am on TikTok. Well, Creafine's on TikTok. I, I, I'm singing. not on TikTok. Is it Creafine singing? Is it Because people, I didn't realise, I thought TikTok was just, you had to mime to songs, but apparently people are putting like YouTube style content on there and, and Instagram style content pictures. Yes, absolutely. I think it has to be videos, doesn't it? It has to be some yeah, sort of anime, yeah, yeah. some sort of some sort of. You can't put a photograph up there, like on um, right. on Instagram. Um, but yes, we do have a very small footprint on TikTok. We need to, we need to grow that ever so slightly. Um, so, but yeah, I think uh, but to, to answer your question, I think I think it'd be nice to sort of to think we could get into the likes of you know the you know the the, the huge retail outlets. But I think you know it's baby steps, Ed. You know the, the, mm. the competition's huge and. Um, we, we, we're an unknown, we're an unknown, it's a brand new concept, you know, um, so we, we really just want to take it day by day um, and just grow our, our, our following on an organic, um, mm. very transparent um, method, so if, yeah, if, if it came about where we could get ourselves in, in these bigger outlets, that would be great, but at the moment, we just want to build a following and, and just get the product out there and let people understand that it, it, it works and it tastes good and it, it, and it helps. It, it can definitely help people improve their, their, their workouts and their energy during them. Yeah, I'm really glad that I actually had the, the samples and actually have enjoyed it. And it's much better to because I had sponsors for the podcast and they, they're companies I know and believe in, particularly Cytoplan food supplement, food based supplements, which are so I, I always appreciate having people on the podcast too. Who, who I've tried it and it's a lot easier to endorse it's and it's a great tasting coffee and as I say I love coffee and I think that's that's big and I was looking into the timing of it say pre-exercise um caffeine release they say what minimum of 30 minutes before you yeah you exercise and then up to an, a two-hour period two-hour window is yeah that right? yeah 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 so for me personally Ed again I think you never judge another human by your own standards I think I learned that a long time ago but for me as soon as the coffee hits my lips I'm starting to feel it, mm. but I think it's generally accepted that you can you can sort of start feeling the effects of caffeine around about 20 minutes after you've you've taken it. But the optimum optimum time for for the energy to be released is anywhere up to 60 minutes. So I would suggest that if you were going to take a, a, a cup of creatine, you would give it at least 40 minutes between 30 and 40 minutes to to start having an effect, and and then and then smash your workout as a result of that. Uh, and, and yeah, and then yeah, you'll be you'll be going for as long as you need. <laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting as well because it, it's a high caffeine content. But actually, I think sometimes when I thought I don't need quite that much caffeine, I've you know it says the, the instruction is I've had it in a little cafetiere, so it's quite an intense coffee. But how I've done it with is is having sometimes three spatulafuls, not mm -hmm. four, and yeah. I found sometimes that can be. And you can probably people can blend that and adjust that according to their wants, or you can make it super strong and go go above. Absolutely. I think I touched on that earlier on. I think what, what people need to understand is that the coffee produces 13 milligrams of, of caffeine per gram of coffee. Mm. So while we suggest a 35 uh, gram serving, which is what you would need to take the, to get the three grams of creatine, you need that. that that's quite important okay. to, to yeah, bear yeah. in mind. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's where the creatine comes from. But to take that away, if you were to just, you know, to measure out was just a one one spatula or two spatulas you know you're going to get you know 200 milligrams of caffeine which is generally what's usually in a kind of red bull let's shall mm. we say you know which is you know which is generally accepted as quite a lot yeah um, so no, I think, okay, you know, yeah go on i'm, I'm gonna say i'm new to um creatine as well but what i have noticed is between sets of say strenuous exercises like pull-ups like wide arm pull-ups something like that i've noticed that the recovery they always say two minutes and i'm like there's no way on why not pull ups i could do it i need, I need two and a half three minutes between those sets which will be personal trainers who are like come on just do it do it get the volume yeah. out but actually i noticed that my recovery my ability to regain strength with that creatine in the muscle for that explosive exercise that was that has improved that and that's just anecdotally over a, a week or so absolutely true and it will do it will do and i think I think another thing, just to sort of elaborate on the creatine side of things, I think people's people's perception of how to take creatines really shifted. Um, I think the loading phase, for example, which which was heavily heavily promoted back in the mm. day when 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 creatine started to become mm. a, a big thing within within the market. So you would buy you would buy a, a, a tub of creatine monohydrate, and it would say that you know loading phase seven days, you need to be taking between twenty five and thirty grams per day. And then, you know, then work down to the maintenance stage. And I think what happened as a result of that, people, re the water retention that, that creatine can sometimes. Can yeah, sometimes they said generate. it was a false, a false like hypertrophy. People accused it of like, they'd sort of, they'd shrink again after the, after they'd sort of gone down. <laughs> absolutely. And, like, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think, 
what, what, what people didn't understand and what people now are starting to realize is that the body can only absorb a finite amount of, of creatine. So once you actually hit saturation, the rest of it is, is literally going down the toilet. Mm. So the loading phase is, is, a, is not needed. It really isn't needed at all. You would just take between three and five grams, depending on, on what your, your, your needs are on a daily basis, and you will hit saturation point within four to six weeks. And then you'll maintain that as you go. So in creatine, will give you that on a daily basis. If you work it into your, into your, into your lifestyle on a, on a daily basis, you'll hit the saturation point of your creatine levels on, an, on, a, on a gradual basis. You won't hit that horrible water retention. Um, mm. And sometimes this bloat, that's what other people mentioned that can happen. It takes away all of that. And I think people are, people are wise to it. Do, do you not agree that I think people have... It's almost like the lid's been blown on a lot of um, mis mis misconceptions in the fitness world yeah. over the last sort of year or two. You know, people are, 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 have woken up, you, yeah. know, you know, exercise for fat loss, you know, yeah. all this nonsense, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's just, it's just, it's nonsense. You know, and people are tired of energy, it. Energy balance is the key. Yeah. Energy, yeah, 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 exactly. It's, it's about what you put into your body. You know, it's the, the, the amount of energy you put in versus the amount of energy that you, you put out, you know, and, it's not, you know, do some sit-ups to get a six-pack. Come on, we're, we're past all that now. You yeah, know? It's, it's difficult, though, because, like you say, you're straddling probably multiple layers of society, but actually two bipolar groups, which is the extreme exercise community online who, you know, will know about, and then health community as well, not just exercise, but know about vitamin, vitamin people in the States, call it D3 supplementation in the winter. They'll know about things like that, whereas other people, you have conversations where you could be going back to the 1970s in terms of, do you, do you know what I mean? That somehow they just missed out on some of that basic stuff like you were saying about, you know, energy balance being the key. And, and, and mm. actually, Juggy Sidhu was on last week, was talking about the demonization from an Indian cultural background. He's, he's an Indian chap about, you know, certain types of food and actually trying to demystify that and saying it's not about the type of food. It is about that energy balance. It's about your overall holistic approach. But it's yeah. interesting because I think like something like creatine may be a, uh, attractive as i say to, to different communities which is good not just the, the sort of the ultra exerciser absolutely it, it has a wide reach and that that was the intention you know it's, it's for everybody everybody can can enjoy it i mean as long as you like a cup of coffee of course uh you know it, 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 creatine is, is perfect for any, anyone and everyone who who, who would like needs to exercise yeah no yeah. it has a wide reach yeah. And with cognition as well. We say caffeine and creatine get you get you, do your your work or whatever you're doing. You know, you prepare your presentation and, and whatever you're doing in your office, it can it can help. Ed, great having you on. Really appreciate your support. How do we how do we um, follow creatine? What's the best place? So yeah, well, um, we have uh, we, we have an Instagram account in it. We're creatine creatine coffee. Um, head over there and, uh, and I'd love to hear from anybody and anyone who wants to to get in touch. We we really are customer focused. Uh, the, the, the whole process of getting it out there and getting people's opinions on the product is, is, is really what it's all about. And we, we're on a journey and we, we really want people to join us on this journey, you know, and it, we're really at the beginning of it. So, yeah, it's uh, Instagram, uh, creatine, creatine coffee. Well, I've enjoyed it. Ed Gates, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you, sir. Go well and we'll, we'll speak soon. Brilliant. An absolute pleasure, Ed. Take care, my friend. You too. Wow, powerful conversation there with Ed Gates. Really appreciate his candor in explaining the backstory there with his his father and the limiting effect of that potentially on his direction in terms of where he wanted to be and the clarity that that it's had. And I think you know really appreciate that. And it's certainly something we can associate with. And you know appreciate him sending the product to me, creatine. I think there's different rationale for it. And again, around creatine, I think there's been a consensus in the literature about its importance and its benefits to taking it for high intensity exercise be it sprints i think it was documented in one study i saw about football sprints improving performance there but also weightlifting you know anything you're doing kind of low reps low outputs things particularly the sort of 10 second mark i think and in that recovery from exercise around that if you're lifting heavy weights then your recovery period over as i've noticed in pull-ups if i'm doing sort of 10 12 wide arm pull-ups my ability to then perform again seems to be, this is anecdotal, it's not the laboratory where, where variables are, are, are regulated like nutrition and, and sleep. But I think for me, the anecdotal experience is powerful, isn't it, in terms of whether I'll take it again, I will continue to to drink the creatine coffee, I believe, pre-workout. So and it, that story, yeah, just blew me away. So I really appreciate his insight there. And I think for men everywhere, we are struggling. As a friend of mine committed suicide, one of my best friends 
good friends from childhood and uh, someone I spent a lot of time with actually as a young man in the 20s, in my 20s. And yeah, so I think that the men are struggling a little bit. And part of that is to do with our roles as fathers and how good we do in that role, whether it's just being there. And I think often we don't perform holistically as well as uh, our female counterparts in terms of caring and our emotional intelligence, but just being there and, and, and offering something else and offering a roadmap for young boys in particular is powerful. So I appreciate Ed's candor on that. Check out Creafin and um, yeah, appreciate his his uh, presence on the podcast and, and honesty. Thank you for being here. Thank you to the sponsors, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, who are specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high quality customer service and installations follow bno underscore cheltenham on social media bang olufsen cheltenham website through serene av can get you whatever home entertainment system fits your needs not just the wonderful bang olufsen of cheltenham uh, equipment bang olufsen equipment even sorry and also to cytoplan if you're looking to optimize your immunity over this winter if you're in the, in the northern hemisphere like me i know we've got a good listenership in the united states as well so, and, a, and a predominantly male sponsor, uh, listenership as well, hence the, the sort of talk about fatherhood and, and things like that, I think is, is significant. Um, but if you if you would like to optimize your immunity, go to cytoplan.co.uk, C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-N.co.uk. And the discount code at checkout is Draper10R, my last name, D-R-A-P-E-R, all capital letters, the numerals one zero and the capital letter R. I hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast. As I say, it's just great having you here. But if you could write review, recommend it to someone, pass it on on social media, whatever you see fit, if you do get some value from it, that would be fantastic. In the meantime, have a wonderful week and we'll speak next week, hopefully on the podcast, about blue light blocking glasses because I've been sent a pair and it's made a big difference to my ability to get to sleep in the evening. So hopefully that'll be a strong podcast as well. Thank you for listening. Goodbye for now.